Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, He Must Increase, But I Must Decrease. It shall be focused on a study of John chapter 3. Before we go any further, we begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we read how Lord John realized that his work was done and how he was a forerunner and how he had to decrease so that you may increase. Give us the same spirit of humility that we may decrease our own ideas, our thoughts, our ways of doing things might decrease that your word and your Holy Spirit increases in influence and in directs us in our lives. That, Like you said when you walked on this earth, you said, the Son doeth nothing except the Father shows him. May that be our testimony likewise today. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to John chapter 3. Chapter 3 There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. 
After these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea, and there he tarried with them and baptized. And John also was baptizing in Enon near to Salem, because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized, for John was not yet cast into prison. Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizeth, and all men come to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing, except it be given him from heaven. Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly, and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And what he hath seen and heard, that he testifieth, and no man receiveth his testimony. He that hath received his testimony hath set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God hath sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth on him. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled Questions and Answers on the Seals. This was preached in 1963 on March the 24th in the morning. We'll begin at paragraph 194 up to paragraph 266. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. Would the bride of Christ have would the bride of Christ have a ministry before the rapture? Sure. That's what's going on right now. The bride of Christ, certainly. It is the message of the hour. The bride of Christ. Sure, she's consists of apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors. Is that right? That's the bride of Christ. Sure, she's got a ministry. Great ministry. The ministry of the hour. It'll be so humble. I remember, how many was sure at the first one I last Sunday, see? Remember what I preached on? Humility. Oh, don't forget that. I'm going to stop a minute to warn that again. Remember, when God predicts anything great to happen, the people are looking so far away by their wisdom till they miss what happens. When God says anything is great, the world laughs at it. That bunch of ignoramuses. That's right. But when the great world, the great high church said, boy, that's glorious, God says a bunch of ignoramuses. So see, you have to watch. I don't mean it maybe of that way, exactly that way, but that's the way it is. Look, here was a great holy orthodox church. We know the word. We've got schools. we got seminaries. we got our men so polished. Why, for hundreds of years, we've been loyal to Jehovah. We are the church. We're the Sanhedrin. We got the council of churches here, both Pharisees and Sadducees, all the denominations comes up together like we're getting. We're all in one, uh, the, uh, the council of church. 
We are the big shots here. We know that scripture. What's some little eager guy down there on the river with a beard hanging over his face and a piece of sheepskin telling us? Certainly they wouldn't listen to it. But the Bible said in Malachi, the fourth, the third chapter, I'll send my messenger before my face to prepare the way for me. Amen. 712 years before that, the great prophet of Isaiah stood there and said, there will be a voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord and make his path straight. That's right. And said, and Dave, oh, many of them said, every high place will be brought down. Oh, they said there'll be a, when this man comes, he'll point his finger and he'll move mountains. <laughs> oh, and all the low places, the ditches will be brought up. Then all it's all the rough places will be smoothed out. Brother, we'll plant corn every field around here. Oh, we're going to do great things when this man comes. They're expecting God to take the crank and turn on, bring the corner down, say, Come on down, you great forerunner of, of my Messiah. And then as soon as he's gone, they pull it back up. His ministry's over. You crank it down again and put it right down here beside the seminary and say, All right, my beloved son, walk down and tell him. Hmm? Oh, my. Look when he comes by. What did it happen? Here come a man that knows none of their school. Didn't even have a fellowship card. Huh. Didn't have no credentials. <laughs> Nobody ever knowed he ever went to school a day in his life. He couldn't even tell it by his talking. He didn't even talk in terms of, a, of Ecclesiastes. He talked about serpents, axes, and wilderness, and uh, things like that. See? Trees. He talked not in the terms of the ecclesiastical uh, set of the day or this day or any other day. He come sassafras, as we call it here in Indiana. He come out of the bushes somewhere. Didn't even have a shave. And the hair standing out on his head. I don't imagine he'd take the bath once they were two or three months. Right. He never wore pajamas at night. He never rode an automobile. He never brushed his teeth. Glory to God. What a God this one. Certainly not. Here he comes stomping out through the wilderness like that. Said, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord to make the greatest pass. Some of the teachers stood and said, Say, fella, have you got your. We can't cooperate with you in this campaign. Here, we can't do this. Well, where's your, where's your card? Where's your identification? <laughs> he just ignored him. He had a message, so he just went on with it. Preaching just the same. They said, ah, wait, well, if we go down there, we'll take the bishop down today and see what he says about it. We go down there. And we know that's the heads of the church. And we know that he'll have to recognize that. If he's of God, he'll recognize our bishops. Put them all down in a row and set them out there, the dignitaries. He said, you generation of vipers, you snakes in the grass. Collars turned around, and holy fathers and so forth. Who aren't you to flee from the wrath to come? You know your hour's at hand. Don't you think that you say, well, we belong to this, that, I'll tell you, the God that I serve is able to rise the children of Abraham out of these stones. Oh, my. Now you go take up his... Uh, uh, vice versa from ecclesiastical speech. I say the axe is laid to the root of the tree. Therefore, every tree that don't bring forth good fruits is down, cast into the fire. Amen. Oh, 
I indeed will baptize you with water and to repentance, but he's coming after me. The moon will be turned into blood. <laughs> oh, my. He will fairly purge his floors, and he'll take the, uh, the chaff, and he'll burn it with unquenchable fire, and he'll take the wheat to the garden. He'll separate the weeds and the wheat. Oh, wow, what a message. They said, this guy? <laughs> what did he say? What, what, what time it was? Oh, ignorance. We got the man right up there, Brother Jones. He's the guy who'll do that. If there's anybody in this thing. <laughs> Bishop so-and-so will do it. Holy Father so-and-so. Oh, my. See, God in simplicity. Working in simplicity. Then, first thing you know, he's standing there one day, and he said, yes, he's standing in your midst. He was so sure he was that runner. He knew who he was. Amen. That's the reason he could shake the hide off of him. Said, I don't tremble, but just go ahead and continue on. You soldiers, you obey your masters. If you've done any evil, you take that. What should we do? Should we quit uh, doing this? Should we stop doing this? He said, just go on like you are. Continue on. Amen. Amen. Continue on. Go ahead. If you're raising potatoes, raise them. You soldiers don't do no violence and and you do this and whatever we do, just continue on as you are, obey your masters and so forth. Rabbi, what should we do? Just continue on as you are. See? But there's one in your midst that you don't know. He knew that the hour of his message, he knew he was to introduce that person. Amen. He knew he was there. One in your midst you don't see. Him. Things are going on you know nothing about. Amen. And uh, so then, uh, there's something going to happen, he says, you see. And he'll be here, and I'll know him. And finally, one day, he said, Behold, there he is. There's the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And my time's up now. I've introduced you to him. I must decrease now. I must go off the scene. You'll take over from here. The millennium will be on. And <laughs> the time is at hand. And then when he comes, when even John said, He's going to... Oh, he's going to shut the hide off. He's going to he's going to separate the wheat from the from the chaff, and he's going to burn it up. He's going to thoroughly purge his floors, and his fan is in his hand. But what it was, little bitty. Now they had all drawn up. Oh man, he'll have a spear reach a mile long. He'll stand back over here in Palestine. He'll stand up there and just on one of these white clouds and pick up all these Romans like this and cast them into hell. Just keep on doing like that. See? <laughs> they get them all over. Well, they have that all fixed up. And what it was? A little lamb come moving out of mine. Meek and gentle, pushed around this way and that way. Amen. Even John said, now look at John the prophet. He said, go ask him. Is actually he the one? <laughs> <laughs> so humble for that prophet missed it. Said, is he the one or do we seek for another? Now, he never gave him a book when them disciples in, in Matthew 11 come to ask him when John's disciple. John is in prison, so he'd been all so scrupled up to, uh, I believe his Pemberman said it, his eagle eye got filmed over down there. See, he could, he'd, he'd done come down to the earth. He'd been up in the air, but when his prophecy was over, he dropped back down to the ground again. See, he put him in prison. See, he didn't have no use for them big wings anymore, so he just laid down there. But he flew higher than the rest of them. Let me show you something. God used him. And Jesus knew, you see, God, that was the, that was the incarnate God there. He would, so he, he said there, he said, and I never gave him a book on how to behave himself in jail. He said, now wait a minute, I'll write a little essay here. You take back and tell John how to behave himself when he's in jail for my sake, see. No, he never said that. He didn't say, go tell John that uh, he ought to have got his Ph.D. degree before he come out here. If he would have been the him, he'd been a rejecter. John was honest and asked the question. And he said, just wait till the meeting's over. 
and then go show John what happened, then he'll know. If you tell him what's going on, then he'll know. See? See? Just go let him tell him, tell him he's in prison and couldn't be here, but, but you sat in the meeting and you seen what happened. You go tell him. So then the disciples said, Very well, Master, and over the hill he went. Jesus sitting on this rock, just watched him till he crossed over and went up over the hill. He turned out the congregation and said, um, who did you go out to see in the time of John? <laughs> so what went you out to see? Did you go out to see a man that's got his collar turned around and soft clothes and highly polished and educated? Is that the kind of man you went out to see? No. You know what that kind are? They kiss the babies. You know, work in king's palaces. They, they, that's not the type John was. Well, so then why did you go to see a man that's been given a ministry and hook it right into an organization or something like that, shaking whatever? Then if the if the one that's don't want him, you'll go over to the trade. If the trade don't want him, you go to the church of God and he works. Is that kind of man you want to see shaking with any reed? Oh, no. Not John. <laughs> he said, then what did you go to see? A prophet? He said, and I say that's right. But I'm going to tell you something that you don't know. He was more than a prophet. He was more. If you can receive it, this is who that was written up in the Bible. Back there in Scripture, I'll send my messenger before my face, Malachi 3. See, and he'll prepare the way before me. See, and they didn't understand. Even the disciples didn't get it. See? That's right. Oh, my simplicity. Be humble. See? Go right down. When God promises something big, see, it is big in His sight. Now, if you want to always keep this in mind, I want you to you keep this in mind, and when this happens, then you can change it. You reach down and pick up one of these little spring flowers that's coming this year. Or get a common blade of grass and hold it in your hand and say, I'm going to hold this now and see that something so simple has made this. Now I want to see the brain that can send a rocket to the moon and make this blade of grass. You'll always have it. <laughs> you can rest assured on that. You'll always have it. A blade of grass has life in it. See? It's so simple and humble. You see, if a man is a big man, all right. But if he's big enough, he can become simple. See? He'll find God. But if he don't become simple, he'll never see him. You've got to become simple. As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for the voice of one crying in the wilderness, preparing the way of the, of the Lord, and how You've also sent us the same ministry in our day, preparing us for Your second coming. And help us, Father, to have the eyesight to recognize how, Your visitation among us and not to take that lightly at all. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
Thank you.